Sadcast episode 25. I have a guest tonight. And wait, before that, my name is Sadwater. It's always been Sadwater and it's always going to be Sadwater. And I have a guest tonight. All the way. This is the first time I have a guest and she's not present in the same room as me. She's in Miami. And her name is Anastasia Ashley. She's a pro surfer. And I know how to surf, but she knows how to surf. Okay. And I doubt any of you do, but this is good because this is going to inspire us. And you know what? This, as, as much as I want to keep you guys all depressed and keep you all down in the dumps, let's switch it up a little bit and inspire you. Just, just this one time. Let's just see how it feels. Let's try it on for size. Is that the saying? Try it on for size? Whatever. We're going to do that. And let me just respond to this text message because I'm unprofessional. Uh, can you hear me typing? And there it is. And it's like I never had to text message. The, the, we're still in the flow of things. I didn't interrupt the flow of the podcast. And we're still good. And um, yeah. Okay. So. Uh, oh, yeah. So I was saying Anastasia Ashley. Blah, blah, blah. She's not here. She's in Miami. And I'm going to have to Skype her. And then I'm going to record the phone call. But she knows she knows I'm recording the phone call. It's not like a weird, creepy thing. What if she didn't even know she was on the podcast and I was just calling her? And then I was gonna be like, "Hey, how are you? What are you doing?" And then, I, and then that's how I get that's how I get people to be on my podcast. I just trick them, and then I put it out there. No, it's not. She knows. I hope. All right. So I'm gonna call her, and let's just see how this goes. Let's see because I've never done it like this, and I'm probably not gonna be as good. But it's fine. You're, you're, you know what? This is free content for you. This is free entertainment for you. So, you know, I don't need to put all this pressure on myself. This is going to be great. This is the best thing of all time. And, you know, you can't dispute that. So I'm calling her. Do you hear that? Oh, my God. Yo. Okay, so let me just put the recordy thingy. I'm starting it. It's as easy as that. Um, and I just need to tell you, you're being recorded, and I'm not a cop, and it's starting. Okay, so you're in Miami. I am. Do you live there now? I live in California half the time, and Miami, and out of my suitcase the other half the time. But, but there, I'm from Miami, and there's no waves there, so, you know... Yeah, I'm um I'm a bit of uh what you would call a trip surfer anyways nowadays, so I prefer to go somewhere besides California anyways to surf. That sounds really fancy, but <laughs> California's fancy. the best. Fancy. I yeah. see your Instagram, you're fancy. Yeah. <laughs> you fancy, huh? Yeah, but um are you still competing? Wait, let's just start in the beginning. I know this is boring for you because this is a question you get all the time, but you started surfing really, really young, right? 
Yeah, I've been surfing since I've been like five years old. So um, pretty much my whole life, um, it seems like forever ago. But do you still like it? Like, I mean, do you still compete? Do you still, is it still like a passion or? Yeah, I mean, for me, actually, I don't compete uh, full time anymore. But it's actually more fun now than probably when I competed because I didn't have, like, as now I don't have, like, the stress and pressure of trying to train and do good for the next event type of mindset. Um, So it's more like, oh, if I want to go on a trip and go surfing, it's more, I would say, like, natural and just fun. Yeah, no, that's, I think that's kind of, like, the purpose of surfing. I know that, like any sport, there needs to be competition, and it kind of makes the, the, it, it propels the sport, you know, because then people try new things because they kind of feel like they have to under pressure. But the spirit of surfing is just, it's more natural, I think, you know. I i surf, I'm not as good as you. You know this. Yes. But. Yes. <laughs> I wouldn't sell yourself short, but. No. Wait, you, because you've surfed like crazy places like uh, Pipeline and Chopu and, you know, big, big heavy waves. Am I missing any other impressive spots or? No, those are probably the <laughs> craziest ones. Um, so yeah, I've been been there. Pretty crazy spots. Really uh, unique in the sense of that. Uh, not too many spots are as dangerous or as famous. Um, okay, so I'm going to read this question. I feel like it pertains to all of these things, and I'm going to probably just throw it at you first. Uh, is it selfish to turn your back on others to help yourself, even if the people you turned your back to are also going through something? Am I an asshole if I'm doing that? No, and I'll tell you why. There you go. Let's go. The reason is you can only help others if yourself is in a good place. When you're on an airplane and they say the airplane is crashing or you're running out of oxygen, they instruct you, put the mask on yourself first, then put it on the child or person. So definitely take care of yourself, number one, Um, even if other people are around you, but you can only help people if you're fine. Yeah, that's totally true. Um, and people also, I feel like they spread this, themselves a little too thin, trying to be nice to everyone, and then it just makes them miserable. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, what do, what do you think? Uh, do you do you think um, people are too glued to technology? Like, so you get to sometimes get away from that by you know going in the ocean and you being there for a couple hours or whatever, and and you literally cannot have your phone with you unless it's totally waterproof. But why would you even want it there? Mm. Um, like, so I, the question I get a lot is, well, my question is, do you think that uh, there's just too, there's an overconsumption of technology? And do you think it has a negative reaction to people's brains, especially younger people? Yeah, I mean, it's a trip because, I mean... I know we, our generation, like, didn't have the phones growing up. Like, I can't imagine having the phone at my fingertips and everything I wanted information-wise right there. So, 
Um, I think it's awesome. But yeah, I mean, I think it's like pretty good practice to like when you're with people, try to limit the phone because I think you kind of are only half there. Um, it's very easy to be hanging out with someone and be texting someone else. And it's kind of like, what's the point in that? You know, if you're texting someone else the whole time, but that's, <laughs> that's kind of the way the world is. It's so weird. Yeah. No, it's, and, and also um, when people are on a date and they're both looking at their phones, I'm like, what, what is this? What, how do you even know if it's going well? <laughs> I mean, what's the point of doing that? Yeah, no, I know. It's like, I think, uh, maybe they're texting each other. I don't know. <laughs> but, nah, I mean, yeah. It's like, in was it in Richie Rich when they had a telephone on the end of the dining room table? That, that just shows how old I am. I'm, I'm referencing Richie Rich. Great movie. Really good. Because he had his own McDonald's and his own roller coaster. You all should watch that. It's a great movie. It's, yeah, a, yeah. it's a classic. And Blank Check, that was another one. Oh, Blank Check was, yeah, that was really good. Um, but wait, if you were on a date with someone and they were on their phone, what would your reaction be? Or would you would you, you even care? Mm-hmm. I think everything kind of has context to it, right? Yeah. I, if it was like an emergency or like a work thing, because this is the problem, is that where maybe you and I think it's rude being on the phone. If, say, someone's job or their family member has an emergency and they're trying to get in touch with them, it I mean, it's kind of like, I guess, situational. Um, yeah, that's true. I guess. Yeah, but for the most part, yeah, I'd be like, this is rude. Yeah, that's, I'm I'm with you. On that, um, I, so I'm reading the questions, and I, I got two from my dad. <laughs> and he goes, um, has she ever surfed coast, in Costa Rica, and does she want to uh, visit the water buffaloes? We, ha- we have a water buffalo farm in Costa Rica. So I guess it's an invitation, and also have you surfed in Costa Rica? That's great. Um, I have only once a long time ago. And uh, I love all animals, so water buffalo sounds like a lot of fun. Love to yeah, see it. Yeah, it's a dairy farm there. It's dope. Where, where in Costa Rica did you surf? I was down in Haco. Oh, yeah. Uh, That's where it is. That's where we Yeah, are. yeah. I, I don't remember too much, like, all the spots I went to, but it was pretty amazing down there from what I remember. I mean, it's like a jungle on the beach, so. Basically, yeah. It's it's awesome. Um, Pretty amazing. Okay, someone said, what's your favorite and best place to surf? Ooh. Favorite and best place. I like how that was. Yeah, I would have to say Hawaii. Um, Hawaii is pretty amazing. I've never been there because yeah. I'm from the East Coast originally. Even though I've lived in L.A. for seven years. Yeah, I think you're a West Coaster now. The I mean, I consider you West Coast. So, I don't know if that's a good thing or not. Um, from the West Coast. But you know what I mean. Like, a lot of people in L.A., you know what they are. Yeah. I mean, do you feel like the West Coast is home to you? I I, uh, I don't know. I don't I, don't, I guess so. Yeah, I, I definitely. Look, I, I know you like Miami, but I, I really don't like going back there anymore. Mm-hmm. I just, yeah. 
I just don't like it. Most of my cousins are there. I just, I just don't like it. Yeah, I mean, you know, some sometimes where you're from changes too, right? Like where I grew up, it's like completely different now. So, what's different about it? Um, it's way more like nice. <laughs> it's not cheap to live there. <laughs> in in uh, San Clemente. Yeah, yeah. But you you live there, no? Yeah, yeah. I think it's still pretty, but you know, whatever. Um, yeah, but okay, fine. I'm a West Coaster. That's we we got that out of the way. That's yeah. I, I am that. I don't. I'll I'll just assume it's a good thing, and we'll leave it at that. Um, so remember when I remember like remember five minutes ago when um wait where did this question go? Oh okay, yeah. Someone said um. How to recover from being addicted to technology. So I guess it is a concern for them. Have you ever, are you addicted to technology? Or have you been addicted to technology? And like, what would your, I guess it's like with any addiction. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely would say I am on my phone way more than I would like to be. Um, for me, like, I kind of have to con- make a conscious effort not to be on my phone. Um, but it's one of those things that I, you know, it's kind of like you get that FOMO if you're not on your phone, like you're missing out on like an important text or maybe like something exciting from your friends. And usually it's not even that exciting or nothing important comes when you're looking at your phone. <laughs> it's, it's, it's 99% not important <laughs> stuff. Right. But I don't know. It's, it's easy to think of, um, you know, it's easy to think of, like, something's happening, and so it's hard. I mean, I don't know. It's hard. I mean, I think you just kind of have to really make a conscious effort to um, say, okay, when I'm either doing this or with my family or with my friends or on a date that I'm not going to, you know, touch my phone for 45 minutes or an hour. I'm going to flip it over, not look. Yeah, I think... um I think people should leave it at home on purpose sometimes. Yeah, I'm into that idea. But for me, I use the phone now for directions. I know. It's crazy. So it's like it defeats the purpose. Yeah, I remember when I first started to drive and there was no, uh, uh, you know, maps, Google Maps or anything like that or Waze or anything like that. I uh, I one time printed MapQuest directions <laughs> and I had and I stapled it nicely and I had it in my car. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's uh we've we've come a long way, a long way since then. Long but way. I just feel like people should leave it at home. But um yeah. So like what are you up to now? Are you do you consider in, basically Instagram as like a full time job? I mean cause it most of it are are like most of the eyeballs on whatever you're doing on Instagram. Yeah, a hundred percent. It's pretty crazy. Um, my brand work, sponsorship work, everything like that has completely changed from, I used to have like traditional long-term sponsors. Now it's all, everything's online. Um, so it's a similar type of, you know, I'd say sponsorships, but it's mostly more about like, you know, posting on Instagram and, and kind of, um, 
doing, you know, videos on Instagram as well. So it's, it's, uh, it's a lot of fun though, because I get to kind of work with so many different brands, um, not on a long-term basis. So it's definitely a pretty interesting, interesting time we're in right now. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, I mean, I started the Sadwater thing in, in May because mm-hmm. I'm actually making the water. And, uh, and, then I, and then I figured, okay, I'll write these memes because I, so I write all the content. And then uh, that's going to – and I'll post that on Instagram, and that's going to be what kind of propels it there. And then – so I started this in May, and we ha- I have like 42,000 followers or something. Yeah. Um, so – but, but like – but that's the kind of scary thing for me is that I'm, I rely so much on Instagram and I'm scared of how much power they have. You know what I mean? Because um, I've had two posts where they deleted it because of offensive or something content, which it really wasn't. And mm-hmm. I think it might've been a few people that reported it, but, but it was so PG. And, uh, and then I just feel like they secretly punish you maybe for doing that. I don't know. Like Instagram, giving that so much power scares me. And I, I, I honestly, I wouldn't know what other platform to use, like how I use Instagram. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, everyone's on Instagram. I use Instagram all day long. You, you use it. Everyone's on it. Um, it is scary though, because I mean, it is a corporation and you know, they can shut you down at any time for no reason. Um, it's very easy to get your account hacked. I mean, not like yeah. explode, um, the other way to do that, but like, you know, it's a uh, pretty, pretty easy to, um, you know, get hacked or what have you. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's definitely, it's definitely crazy. I was listening to something today, actually, that was talking about how there hasn't really been any sort of, threat to Instagram or Facebook like in terms of like another app in the last coming up to really um to really kind of rival them yeah I mean for for like a brief second it was Snapchat and then they just basically replicated the things that was working for Snapchat and destroyed them Mm -hmm. and And then and then there's one right now that I keep hearing about and Again, I'm going to sound old, but it's called TikTok, and I, I, I'm not going to download that. <laughs> yeah, but do you know I, I haven't used it. I've, I've looked at it. It's fine. It it's definitely reminds me more of Snapchat than Instagram. Um, you know, I think it's pretty. What was, it's, what was that? I don't know what that was. I, oh, okay. I think we're good. Okay. Were you getting another phone call? <laughs> Oh, I, I think that was you. I don't, I don't use Skype. <laughs> I don't I, think anyone. That was something really interesting. That, that was um, Instagram was hacking us. That was Instagram um, tapping I, into our <laughs> Yep. Yep. And you know what? I kind of believe it. So we'll leave it at that. That's what it, that's yeah, what happened. Let's stop talking about it. We don't want them on us. <laughs> no, Zuckerberg's a good guy. He's, I like him. He, uh, he eats normal human food. Mm-hmm. And drinks water like a human. <laughs> He's not an alien, okay? Okay. Okay. That's... That sounded like an alien noise. I wasn't going to say anything. No, but... no, no, no. Mark Zuckerberg's a human being. Everyone knows it. 
and uh, and we're he's a good guy. We're just gonna leave it at that. Someone asked me, um, and I don't, I don't, you don't have to answer it, but someone asked, uh, what is your favorite conspiracy theory? Isn't Kelly Slater? Isn't he like a conspiracy theorist? I think he is. Yeah, I, I, I mean. That's a pretty good conspiracy we were just talking about, actually, about uh, Mark Zuckerberg being an alien. No, no, no. I said he's not an alien. No, okay. I'm saying he is, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, honestly, if anyone was, it would be him or Elon Musk. Right, right. Um, conspiracy theory. I mean, what's I, I don't even know what classifies as that, because I feel like there's a lot. There's so many that. I know. especially because of how crazy the internet is now there's just everything is i mean people believe the earth is flat and i think that they're just doing that as a joke for the most part yeah i mean i'm kind of i i I, i've seen that going around and it's interesting (laughs) it's like it's uh it's 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 human fan fiction it's mm-hmm. it's it's like you know how people make fan fiction for TV shows or something. It's just real life fan fiction. I I think that's mainly what it is. I I kind of I'm into the whole moon landing being fake. I I don't know if I believe that, but I think it's interesting. That's if, a if, good one. Yeah, it's a good one, right? Yeah, that's a really good one because it's like what I just heard that one recently too, and I was like, I would never heard of the conspiracy theory about. How they made the fake, uh, the fake movie about you know, and they shot it on like a lot. Yeah, yeah, and they say Stanley Kubrick directed it. Yeah, um, I mean that's pretty good. I, I mean, for me, I would love to shoot something like that and say I went to the moon. <laughs> I know, but you know what? Like, it, it must have been so. If that's true, it must have been so hard doing it back then. But now, I mean, there's just so much uh, technology that anyone can make anything look so realistic that we're all kind of cynical and where we just don't believe anything now. So I don't think anything like that would be super believable because like even conspiracy theories in general, I feel, it, there's more of them now because we're all just cynical of, of our time, you know, of the time we live in when, you know, back then people, people believed in news, people believed politicians and believed anyone in positions of power. And now people kind of just look at those those um, you know leaders with a with this with a hint of of skepticism. You know, I'll tell you this though: I actually disagree with you a bit. I I think a lot of people nowadays, instead of like a political leader or um, spearhead spokesperson back in the day i think people do believe a lot of stuff people put on the internet now i think a lot of influencers and stuff people believe it so i wouldn't be surprised you know i think a lot of people put a lot of fake stuff on the internet now do people believe it or not i i feel like it's like maybe a small minority of people that believe those things and they're just really loud you know Mm-hmm. but but i think yeah maybe you're right i mean it's it's i don't know it's just that we're so connected now and back then maybe you know people believe things but it would be impossible to know if they really did because there was no uh online uh you know chat groups or yeah. reddit or anything like that that's the thing so if we both thought it could have been bullshit 
it was way harder for us to talk about. Yeah, it could have been it could have been one person. Think, yeah, exactly. That's that's interesting. But um, okay, so we got the conspiracy out of the way, and you're basically doing the. What would you like? What would you say your job? Like, how would you classify it? Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people want to classify it as, uh, you know, influencer, influencing things, modeling, shooting stuff. Um, But I would say that, um, you know, obviously all of my still like brand work and stuff like that, it, it, it is lives on Instagram for the most part, but I'm still getting my sponsors or brands more or less through my career that I did as a surfer um so that's kind of the the little flip side because a lot of people can do do influencer stuff and maybe didn't have a career offline before so I hope when you talk about uh people you know on Instagram and Facebook and all stuff being kind of unreliable. It's like, well, I had a job before it. So I have a job now from it, but I hopefully have a job after it. <laughs> what well, what's like what's something that you wanna do that you haven't done? And like as a job, is there anything? Or you don't know yet? You know, I think about that every day. I say, what can I do next? That's a good question. I don't know. I don't know. There's a I have a lot of bad ideas. But you have bad ideas, yeah, yeah, I think of ideas all the time that don't make any sense, or like, oh, that'd be fun to do, or something I wanna what? try or... like what give me one mm, you know <laughs> i give me, I, give me, I like I wanted me. to do like a slip and slide, like something ridiculous, like a giant slip and slide that's been done before, I haven't done it, yeah, like what do you mean? <laughs> What, what do you mean the giant slip and slide? Like, uh, like as a product? No, like, like to just do it, just to film or take pictures or do something funny with a giant slip and slide. Oh, you should, you should do it, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just haven't gotten Amazon to order it, so. <laughs> you should buy like ten of them and connect them or something. Yeah, that'd be fun. If anyone has any ideas, I will. I want to bring it back. Slip and slides were awesome. Don't wait. Did you, wait, did you get to surf um, Kelly Slater's? Uh, is it Kelly Slater's the the fake wave thing he made? Yeah, yeah, that's like the surfer slip and slide. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of why I was thinking about it. Where where is that again? It's in uh, Lemoore, California, which is like in Fresno. Um, it's by Fresno, so it's kind of in a random spot in California, and it's it's in the desert and you pull up and you see this giant pool that's about three football fields long and with a train looking device that makes um, a man-made wave. Yeah. Is that open to the public where they can pay for it? You know, it is, it is and it isn't. It's, it's kind of for like corporate events and specialty things as of now, but 
I think they're working on opening either another one or that one to eventually like have memberships and stuff like that. But the whole thing is still pretty new. So they're still like figuring it out for it to be like perfect. Yeah, I want to do that. So if you do that again, I want to go and you have to, and I'll bring sad water stuff for, I don't know. I don't know if I can bribe people with that, but I'll think about it, but you got to take me. I want to do that. You need a sad water pool. Yeah, I'll, I'll put it. I'll, I'll like. We'll just make it. We'll we'll make them change the name to Sad Water. The Sad Water Fake Surfing Experience. That's the full name, and that's how we're gonna name it for now. That's and that's the whole name. Everything I just rambled there. I mean, we could just do it on a giant slip and slide and, and call it a day. Okay, fine, but we'll do both. Um. Okay, so I think okay that's like 30 minutes we did 30 minutes a good solid 30 minutes i don't want to keep up keep your time anymore but um is if is there anything i missed that you want to say and and where can people find you and watch your surf you you do post some some cool videos also on your instagram thank like, you yeah you can uh, check everything out i'm up to on my instagram facebook twitter anastasia ashley and um yeah, I mean, uh, I'm I'm stoked to talk to you. Not too much else I have to mention, except I think the sad water pool needs to come about. Yeah, we're doing that. That's what we're gonna do, and then and then I'll bring you back on when we can talk about our sad water surfing pool slip and slide experience uh, in Fresno. I guess what we can make it in Fresno also, and 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 then um, yeah. That's the plan. <laughs> but is. you're going to have to write that up for me. I'll need that by Monday. All right, perfect. It sounds like a good plan. <laughs> okay. Practice not popping the pool, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cool. Well, have fun in Miami. Go visit my mom. She's over there. I will. Uh, okay. And uh, she'll invite you for Shabbat dinner on Friday night. <laughs> and, uh, Thanks for coming on. All right. All right. Take care. I'll send you the link and and and, and all that stuff when it's up, and then you tell your people. But um, I'm keeping this part in the podcast, too. Perfect. I like I like the outtakes, the, the ones that say, oh, we're cut. And you, you get, that's when you get all the good stuff, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay, bye. 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 And uh, that was Anastasia Ashley. I'm still recording. I'm still here. I didn't get to all of your questions because I didn't feel like uh, they really pertained to this conversation with her, with Anastasia. And um, yeah, you all should become pro surfers and do cool things like that. What are you doing? You're just sitting down listening to a podcast. Some of you are smoking weed. Weed is bad. Don't smoke weed. And watching anime on the side. Anime is bad. Don't watch anime. And... Um, and then other things that I've said are bad. Um, you know, don't don't do those things. You should go out and surf. Um, so uh, that's that was good. <laughs> uh, okay, let's get to some questions, and I'm gonna not go through all of them, and I'll probably save some for next week. All right, when you started Sadwater. Um, you ever expect your main audience to be Gen Z? Did you expect a certain audience at all? No, uh, I didn't. I honestly had no clue who the audience would be because, as you know, I'm 32 
And uh, what I think is funny, I don't. I didn't know young people would think is funny. Also, what I started to realize when it was Generation Z, that was my audience, is that I'm. I can. I can relate to Generation Z more than I can relate to millennials. I'm a millennial. And what I realized is millennials complain too much. And they're very self-centered. They think that they are God's gift to earth. I mean, I am. But they um, they think they are for no reason. And uh, And what I like about Gen Z is that, yes, they are still tolerant. I hate that word so much. But they're not they're not PC. And millennials are PC. And for those of you that don't know, PC means politically correct. And that is annoying. Um, it's, it's a sign of someone who's not very smart. And, and since they were told they were special their whole lives, they don't feel like they have to, um, you know, learn anything. So they just know things because they all think the same thing, but no one ever really did their research. But Gen Z is fighting back against millennials. And that's what I like about Gen Z. Um, so I guess that's why you guys like Sadwater and, um, understand what I'm trying to do and make fun of corporate America and all those things, um, and disingenuous marketing because, uh, now it makes sense, but I, I didn't know that Gen Z would like Sadwater. Um, all right. Next question. Which society would you rather live in? Strong right-wing authoritarian or minarchist? not monarchist, libertarian one. In case you don't know, minarchism is, oh my God, you see, this is what I'm talking about. This person knows what they're talking about and um, they're teaching me in a question. In case you didn't know, minarchism is essentially where the government only provides the necessary things and protects rights. Um, sounds pretty libertarian. I, I, uh, I would love a society uh, of minimal government. Um, you do need government for property rights and, and, and that, you know, you can look at the army as that, uh, where they, you know, protect the homeland, very important. And, and things like, um, you know, basic, the basic bill of rights and all that, you need a government for that. And then, and then, um, for the courts and that's it. Uh, I, I, you know, to have all these regulators and, um, you know, you're, you're basically governed by bureaucrats the way that the government is set up now. I mean, it's almost like the the politicians we have are there for a show, and then you're really just governed secretly by unelected bureaucrats. And I think that that where we are with that is uh, really depressing to me. And um, I think that what it does is it it creates like a a society. It's funny every time I say society, I just think of the way that you all use that word. Like we live in a society, but it creates the aura of. Um, of like it's almost like helicopter parenting, parents who who you know watch your every move and because they don't want you to get hurt. So we're treated by the government. We're treated like babies, and then we act like babies. And then the people that, that like me who don't want you know a ton of government look around and 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 we're confused. Like why uh, why is everyone a baby? All right. Next, um. I have a topic for your sadcast. Are birds real or are they government a government weapon? Um, the reason why I like this question is because it's stupid, and uh, and I know that it's a meme. I, I you you didn't trick me on that. I know that there's 
a whole meme going around of birds something I don't really know it. I I've seen it once and I just can't remember it. But it's like something like birds uh, are conspiracy theory and birds don't really exist. And you know what? I'll go along with it. Birds. I don't think birds exist, and I think that they're all spying on us. <laughs> I'm crazy. Um, I know I'm a I'm a water account. Oh, okay. I know I'm a water account, and I'm supposed to submit the funny, like a funny question, but my peers and family don't respect me. Send help. Also, please don't share which account this is. I know who you are. Um, I kind of think it's funny that you sent me this question from the fan account you made for Sadwater, but I know who you are, and uh, I feel I keep on giving you advice, and you just don't take my advice. And and I'll just break it down. I don't know your specific situation because I'm not you. And that's a hint as to who can help you. You. You're the only one that can help yourself. And it's not by complaining to other people. It's by by using your brain, which is amazing because we're humans. And the brains we have are, I mean, if you think about it, we we still don't know how our brains work. We use our brains to try to figure out how our brains work. I mean, that's kind of confusing. But... Uh, you have the power to figure out what your problem is, and, and you have to figure out step-by-step -step ways to s solve your problems. And not only that, don't look at it as a whole big problem. Look at every little problem individually and solve those problems one by one. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I, like, I, I have to be vague because I don't know your your life. I'm not a psychiatrist. I don't have every detail of everything like it's not like we're sitting across each other and you're telling me every single uh, problem you have but um an example is like this uh if 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 you want friends and no one's your friend you have to ask yourself what do i have to offer to friendship and th and, and there's two ways to look at it you can look at it like oh man i'm a piece of shit of course no one would be friends with me or um you know, which is, that's obviously the wrong way to look at it, or it's, I'm really cool, I mean, I, I, I have something to offer, I'm an interesting person, and, and highlight those things that are interesting, don't highlight the negative things that, that you, 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 you know, keep thinking about, and hope to get friends that way, um, like, the worst kind of friend to want is someone who's gonna just hear your problems, and 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 that's it because that's not a real friendship that's like a that's a doctor <laughs> you sit down with a doctor and you tell him your problems um i wouldn't trust someone like i wouldn't trust a friend that will sit down and listen to all my problems and be cool with it they'll probably use it against you but that's besides the point um that's not what friends are really for um you know they're there for a little bit of those things but not everything so you know, sell yourself. You got to sell yourself and you got to figure out what the good things about you are. And and not only that, but you need to be okay with yourself before anyone else is going to be okay with you. You need to figure figure yourself out. And, uh, you know, I keep saying this, you're a commodity. It's with a re any kind of relationship, you're a commodity. What do you have to offer for someone else? If you don't have anything to offer for someone else, learn, be smart, and learn something. Be passionate about something. And, and just know that you're not going to be good at whatever it is right away. You're not going to be good at it right away. So it's just practice. 
If you don't know how to have a conversation, practice it with strangers uh, or, or, you know, like a sibling that you don't get along with, but still talk to them because they're still your sibling. Um, you know, if, if you're not comfortable going out, you know, to dinner with someone or dinner with a friend or whatever, go out to dinner alone and be cool with that. Leave your, leave your phone at home. Learn how to be by yourself. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, it's funny. Cause I, uh, one of the questions is why do people believe the earth is flat? And I kind of mentioned that to Anastasia and, uh, I just think it's mostly a meme. I think most people, it's just funny and and maybe maybe out of the the, let's just say a hundred people believe the world is flat i think maybe one of them really believe the world is flat and the other are just egging you on i was with this girl then she ended ended it but i still lol her means i I mean that's a that's a typo i still like her and she still likes me what should i do um okay you're a guy i see your name Take the take if you if if you think she still likes you, um, you gotta go uh, chase her. Not not in a creepy way, but you need to take initiative and and be like, hey, we clearly still like each other. Let's go out. And if she says no, then that's her loss, and you just got a little bit better because you know how to handle those situations now more. Yeah, I said that right. Um. Do you believe in MBTI or Enneagram personality tests? I think I said that wrong. How can I figure out my identity? Those are two different questions because it's it, those those personality tests are mostly bullshit. Uh, because people are always gonna it's like horoscopes. People are always gonna pick out what stands out to them and be like, oh yeah, I'm totally a blah blah blah. That's that's so me. I'm so uh uh I, man. I can't even think of the f- the names that they come up with. Like a uh, let's just say I'm a JTI. I'm such a JTI. That's that's me. That that that's my personality to a T. But it's not because you're gonna ignore the things that aren't you, and you're gonna highlight in your brain the things that are you. Like horoscopes. It's all bullshit. Now you have a real question within the stupid. Que- <laughs> it's not a stupid question. But you have a really good question is how can I figure out my identity? And it's what I was just telling this other person who was complaining. Um, you need to be passionate about something and, or, and master something. And it, it can be anything. And you, and, and you won't know what it is until, like, you're obsessed with it and get good at it. Um, and, and if you, you, know, you think you like something and you try it and you don't, just move on. Figure it out with something else. And uh, it could be anything like baking, cooking, uh, uh, building something, um, coding anything not codeine not the drug but coding as in zeros and ones um and and honestly those things can help you figure out your identity also going through relationships will figure out who you are um and and i said plural relationships because uh it's most likely you're not going to have one you're going to have many and you're going to learn you're going to get better th- as as they go along so you you're it looks like you're I mean I don't know who, if you use your real picture in, in your profile picture but you're probably young and um you're really going to figure out who you are in your early 20s you're a woman so er- earlier than guys guys it's like in their mid 20s um but it's through experience with relationships and through um you know things you're interested in like mastering something you're interested in 
like a trade, something. And by murdering homeless people. No, not that last part. That was a test, and you failed if you did that. <laughs> if you paused the podcast right there, and you're like, oh, that, that, last, that last one, that I'm going to go do right now. And then you came back and started it right now. You totally failed, and I'm going to call 911, and you're going to jail. Um, I don't, I like this one guy. How do I know if he likes me back? Okay, you're a girl. Um, girls shouldn't ask guys out. It's just not how it is. It's never been like that up until recently, and, and I don't think it works in your favor. What you should do, and because we're stupid, guys, you know, we're, we're dogs. You touch, touch his hand. <laughs> when you talk to him, just like lightly touch his hand for a half a second. And that should give him a little bit of a hint. And uh, he might feel the sparks there. Like something like that. Something really subtle. Don't do anything extravagant. Don't don't tell him your feelings or anything like that. That's going to scare him. Uh, it is. <laughs> um, yeah. Hello, Dad. Advice. I hate when you guys call me Dad. And now that I told you I hate it, you're going to do it more. Uh, advice on how I can get smarter. I like that you didn't say more smart. <laughs> it's like when people say funner. Yeah, that was so much funner. That's not a word. Um, honestly, the the way you can get... It's two ways. Off the top of my head, you can get smarter. Uh, a ton of Adderall. Nope. That was another test. Did you pause the podcast and go do a ton of Adderall? Because you failed. Uh, no, it's by reading. Again, things you're interested in. Not things that this your school tells you to read. Uh, I was a horrible student. But read things that you're interested in. Listen... And also... I would put this in the same category. Listen to podcasts that um, challenge you and uh, are interesting. But it's by reading and listening to things like that, listening to people debate, watching those kinds of YouTube videos, and also just debating in conversation with other people. So let's just say you read something or you listen to an interesting podcast and you know one of your friends is totally anti that or anti that person or whatever. That's the perfect opportunity to go debate and flex those brain muscles, and honestly, that's how you do it. Also, I, I think, I'm not sure, but I think if you write E equals MC squared on a chalkboard a thousand times, you just become really smart. I read that somewhere. Why is anime bad? Because the Japanese, they're infiltrating us, okay? They're still, they pretend like they like us. They pretend that they like us, but they, they this is this is a, the psych, psychological warfare. They're, they're, they are at war with us without us knowing it's a culture war and it's because we bombed them in 1945 twice and they are now getting us back from that they pretend like they like us and they made us nice cars and and like really cool tvs and they're like like i don't know how to do, i don't know how to do a japanese accent this is the second week in a row where i tried but um they uh then they dropped massive anime bombs on the united states of america and it's de- it's degeneracy, and it's hurting our young brains. Is there an afterlife? I don't know. What I do know is that it's okay to believe in one because it it helps you find your meaning in life. It it, it helps you have purpose in life. I get why people are into religion. I totally get it. And I'm not one of those people that are like religion is evil. 
except some some of them are. <laughs> um, but uh, what I do know about the afterlife is that your brain has a chemical called DMT, and um, you can unlock it by re- you know you can release that chemical by doing DMT or ayahuasca or peyote or any of those kind kinds of drugs. But what I do know is that when you die, and it's kind of like the way that I can explain it is like it's a dream where when your brain releases it, it's like a really, really long dream. And when you've seen Inception, you can be in a dream for like a year and it's really 15 seconds. So when this is true, when you die, your brain releases DMT. So who knows how long your consciousness is alive when it really could be 15 seconds on in here. As Albert Einstein said, time is relative. So it could be, we could, you could be living right now in that whole thing, you know, where this is all fake. It's your brain on DMT and you're dead. So yeah, there is an afterlife. That's the answer to that question. (laughs) Um, How do you get investment slash capital to start a sad business? Um, I'll give you the way I did it, and it's the most American way possible. You go in a ton of debt. <laughs> you t- you get a credit card, and you get a really big limit, and uh, you go, hey, thanks, bank. Uh, and then you just spend, 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 and then the U.S. government will bail you out because that's the American way. Um, I'm also not a financial advisor, so you know, I'll take everything I said with a grain of salt. Um, this one girl sent me three pages of questions and then she goes are you going to ignore me or read all my questions the answer to that question is i'm gonna ignore you um why do you people think we need to follow the norm to get anywhere because you do um there's always gonna be interesting people like elon musk or uh, Steve Jobs or Sadwater. <laughs> ah, you saw what I did there? I just equated myself to two geniuses. So there's always going to be people like that where they break the mold and do something different. And then the masses, uh, um, the, you know, basically everyone consumes those things and those things become part of the norm. But originally those things were so bizarre and so out there, but that's why they worked. So there's always going to be very few people that get to do really interesting, life-changing things for pe- for everyone, for billions of people. Um, and then everyone else is just normal. Everyone else is pretty content with, you know, shopping at Old Navy and buying Crocs and um, eating at McDonald's once a week and um, getting really bad business cards on one of those weird companies on TV, you know, with horrible design work because most people like that. I mean, think about, look at the popular, look at things that are popular. Um, they're mediocre things. You know, the, the, the highest grossing movies are always mediocre. Um, you know, Marvel movies are mediocre. They look mediocre. They're cookie cutter. They all sound the same, look the same. Um, they all have really interesting directors, but those directors have to work within the system of Marvel Studios and that because they have a system and all their movies need to look the same and feel the same. And that's kind of how it is. So there's always going to be very few really interesting people who who are real trailblazers. And then most people aren't, and that's okay. But just realize that. 
And the point of that is because uh, of that original question, but also because uh, most people aren't special. And that's okay. As long as you're happy and as long as you get to have a fulfilling life, you don't need to be special. All you do need to do is be special to the few people around you, not millions of people. Very few people are going to be special to millions of people. Um, what is the meaning of life? I kind of just answered all of that in the last like 10 questions. Someone just wrote PewDiePie. Um, yeah, go go subscribe to PewDiePie so that T series whatever doesn't beat him. I actually kind of like PewDiePie. And that's a, that's also the thing. The sign of someone doing something right. I don't watch PewDiePie's videos. I I've watched like 3 of them. I've I've seen some recently, but the guy is talented and he speaks his mind and YouTube can't control him and no one can control him and that's what I like about him. And he's sincere and uh he uh He's he's like he's legit. He's legit in the sense that he's like how I want to be. <laughs> um no, because he he didn't let the fame really get to him and and you know he he cares about the people that follows him. And uh he has a you know real identity. Um and when you see the media attack him, first of all, it's funny when there's dying corporate media that is only relevant to baby boomers, maybe millennials, and just older than baby boomers, like your grandparents. And when they're attacking someone like him, it's kind of like how um, if you look at the corporate media attacking him and they're also attacking TikTok, which is the app I mentioned earlier, um, it means that those things are threats to the establishment. And that's what I like about those. I like anything that is a threat to the establishment. Um. And there you go. Um, I don't have a best friend anymore because she moved away. I have lots of distant friends. I feel lonely. Advice. It's okay. okay. You need to get out more and do things on your own. And, and you'll meet people like that too. Also, I'm sure you go to school, so just try to be friends with someone else. Um, there's other people that have the same common interests as you, and it's so easy to just spark up conversations and be friends but and i like i said before to that other person you need to go out and do things alone you're lonely because you probably stay home all day i do that but i like that and i like being alone i'm not lonely when i do that because i don't need to be around people very much but um it seems like you do so go out and and be by yourself you won't be lonely but you'll you'll be surrounded by other people you'll see you know you'll people watch and do all those kinds of things and that would really help your mental health. Um, don't stay home all the time. Uh, and then and then you'll just, you know, like let's just say you go to the record shop, Amoeba Records on Sunset, uh, You and you bump into some, oh, and then you picked up the same album, and you're like, oh, my God, I listen to vinyl too. You like vinyl? And, 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 and that person's like, yeah, I'm a purist. It sounds better. I like vinyl. I don't know if that's true, but, um, and boom, you made a friend. Okay. Uh... I'm going to read this question. Go on a rant about finals being retarded, please. I love that this person used that word. I love the word retarded. I feel like uh, it needs to have a comeback. And retarded people like the word retarded. And people who aren't retarded are the ones who are trying to protect people who are retarded by saying, you can't say retarded, but you know what? Those people are retarded. Not the retarded people, but people who want to ban people from saying the word retarded are retarded. Not not, Not retarded people. 
You know what I mean? But that's not even the question. I just like that they use the word retarded. I said it like 30 times. And you know what? Retarded. Um, but finals being retarded. School is, is bad. <laughs> School's not important. You're not going to learn the things you need to learn in life in school. I'm sorry, but I don't remember anything in school. And then you know how they go, oh, you, but you learn social skills. No, you don't. I mean, I don't think you really do. I learned more social skills after school. I, I've become less, what's it called, shy after school. Uh, I, I've, I'm way smarter now than I was during school, and it's because I was able to figure out what I'm interested in and immerse myself in those things. School tells you what to be interested in, and they're wrong. They're wrong about everything. Um, and I didn't go to college, but school is is oh my god, it's just it's so archaic. That means old. It's and I didn't know that word in school in high school, but it's just so uh, backwards. It maybe worked. 300 years ago but not na- not definitely not in the last 50 years it's uh it's a mess and very sad <laughs> water um why does my family hate me you know when you ask a question like that you got to dm me um i don't know maybe you're a piece of shit <laughs> i i don't know maybe they're right to hate you but maybe they don't really hate you at all maybe it's in your head you need to talk to them more get off your freaking phone that's probably why, because you're glued to your phone, and then you see them once a day for dinner or whatever, and then you're an asshole to them because you don't know how to inter- interact with people face-to-face because you're looking at a screen all day. So maybe they're right to hate you, but maybe they shouldn't give you a phone. Um, but those kinds of questions, you got to DM me because uh, I need to know more specifics. And by the way, so... That's the podcast. This is this was a weird podcast because Anastasia, it, it, it was I think it was difficult for both of us uh, talking through Skype. Not it's honestly it's better to talk face to face. This is the first time I've interviewed someone over Skype um, for a podcast, and you know we did a really good job. But also the structure of this podcast is completely different than you know all the other ones I've done. Um, and I didn't want to take up her time because she's in uh on the East coast, but you know what? When she's back in LA, we'll do one face to face, but this is a podcast. That was sad cast episode five. <laughs> that was episode 25. That's like a whole month of podcasts in February, like on a leap year, but minus three days. Um, that's a lot of content. I might not do one next week because of Christmas. Because maybe what's like what's the point? Everyone's gonna be Christmasing. I don't know if it's worth it. Maybe I will do it because I'm a Jew and I'll be alone. But maybe I won't do it. And uh, that's sad. Episode episode twenty five. I love you. Um, go give us us. Go give me a good review in the Apple Podcast whatever store. And go buy stuff on sadwater.com. That's who sponsored this. And I might have news about sad water being in stores by the next podcast. I was going to burp. I I decided not to because my mom's listening. A song's going to play right now. I'm thinking pretty thoughts of me. I wanna live fast, look hard. Die.
young and leave a beautiful memory. I got a hot rod car and a cowboy suit, and I really do get around. I got a little black book, and the gals look cute, and I know the name of every spot in town. I wanna find them, fool them, leave them, and let them do the same to me. I wanna live fast, love hard, die young, and leave a beautiful memory. So jump like me track, move out and let the fruity gals in me. 